Hey, my name is J.D. Larson, one of the pastors at North City Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. I hope this inspires and equips you to love God more deeply and to love your neighbor as yourself. At North City, our mission is to love our neighbors in the way of Jesus, and we hope this message emboldens you to do just that in whatever space God has sent you to. Be sure to subscribe and keep in touch with the conversations North City is having. And if you want to find out more about our community, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or online at NorthCityChurchMPLS.com. Enjoy the message. Hey, podcast listener, Pastor JD here. Before we jump into the message today, just want to let you know about something really cool going on at North City right now. Uh, We are in the middle of something called Love Loring. As you may have heard, we moved into a new space for our Sunday morning gatherings, Loring Elementary School. And we didn't want that just to be a new rental space that we uh, occupied on Sunday morning, but we're very excited because it's a new partnership for us. The school, uh, Loring Elementary School in the Victory neighborhood of Minneapolis, is excited to have us there. And we thought, what a great way to move uh, into that space and start this partnership by elevating some needs uh, that they have and some awesome things uh, that they're doing to love those little kids that go to school there. So there's three ways you can partner with us in loving Loring School. You can find out all the information online at northcitychurchmpls.com backslash love. Loring. Uh, there's three really practical ways to get involved that we want to invite you into. One, uh, there's a program called the Sheridan Story that provides food for kids on the weekends that have a food gap in their home. That's a really crucial program, really awesome thing. Check out more details. We have this really uh, fun goal of making sure that every kid who wants to, every family that wants to and needs to can have that assistance over the weekend. Check out information on our website about that. Give, donate, uh, share with your friends, uh, help us elevate uh, that need and get that need met. Also, there's some really practical things like uh, the school has some really awesome ways for you or your friends if you're in the area to volunteer at the school. So check out those opportunities. And then also they have a really practical need. It's cold here in Minnesota over the winter and they have a really practical need of just having some extra winter gear around for kids who need it. So if you have the capacity to get some extra winter gear or have some uh, in your home that you're willing to offer to these kids at the school, uh, please do so. So NorthCityChurchMPLS.com slash love loring check out all the details there well i'm so excited about this week's podcast because you get to hear a new north city teaching team voice and that is adobe Nduka, who's our family life and operations coordinator adobe this past sunday continued our series waiting well and she talks about how in our waiting we can pursue love let's jump into her message that she preached sunday hello 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 Hey, well, if you can, please take your seats. My name is Adobe Nduka. Um, I'm the Family Life and Operations Coordinator here in North City and also a pastor intern. So um, as, you can, as um, Brooke said, our co-pastors are in California. So thus, here am I. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we um, are in a series, this event, called Waiting, um, Waiting Well. What does it look like to wait well? Especially in the society that we live in that wants things fast. 
So Pastor J.D. started us off um, Waiting Well with Hope. And this week, I'll be preaching on Waiting Well in Love. So our series will be coming from the book of Isaiah. And Pastor J.D. mentioned that he posted a, a link about Isaiah in the North City community online on Facebook. So if you haven't checked it out, please check it out. Watches about a little bit over eight minutes um, to get a little bit background of Isaiah, the prophet in the Old Testament. So if you have your Bible, so if you have your phone and you have a Bible app, <laughs> turn to Isaiah chapter 11, and I'll be reading verses 1 through 10. Yeah, so I have to do old school and new school. If you have your Bible, great. If you have an app, great. If not, you can sit and listen as I read. And I'll be reading from the NIV. Um, so Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. Okay, and it reads, The shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. And the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. There will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. This is the word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray together. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this opportunity to preach your word this morning, Lord. Please speak through me and help me preach this in 15 minutes in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, y'all don't know me, y'all, seriously. Um, <laughs> so I have a question for y'all. How many of you are waiting for something right now? Like, you're just waiting for something like right now. Okay. How many of you who said they're waiting for something, how many of you have an idea of how this thing's going to come about? Like, you have an idea how it's going to happen? You do? You do? Okay. Now, how many of you have waited for something to happen, expecting it to happen one way, only for it to happen in a whole totally different way? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what happened to Israel. Okay? So now in Isaiah, in Old Testament, here God is telling the people of Israel through Isaiah that, hey, the Messiah is coming. 
is going to come from the root of Jesse. So for those of you that don't know who Jesse is, Jesse is actually um, King David's dad. So it's, um, yeah, it's going to come from um, his lineage. He's going to have the spirit of the Lord on him. He's going to have the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, might, uh, and the fear of the Lord. And he's even saying, or oh, and in doing his time, there's going to be peace, you know. The wolf will chill with the lamb. The leopard will chill with the goat. The cow will chill with the bear. Like all this, like all these people that normally, these animals normally would not even stay in the same space. But he's saying, oh, during his time, this is going to happen. And lo and behold, this does not come to pass to about 600 years later. Isn't that crazy? It's like, Lord, seriously? Timing, you know? How are you going to tell me something's coming? You're going to wait 600 years for it to come to pass. And not only does it not take 600 years, but when it finally showed up, um, it was disruptive, y'all. Okay, God promised this love, right? This Messiah. Only for him to show up and disrupt stuff. So first of all, an angel shows up to a young girl named Mary. Who's, by the way, is engaged. Now, back in those times, when you engage, the only way for you to break the engagement is divorce. So it's not like you can give the ring back and be like, I'm sorry, you can't do this. No. Like, you have to go through a process of divorce, even though you're engaged. So engagement is kind of, it was serious. And here comes the angel going to this young lady saying, hey, you know, the Lord is, has chosen you. You're going to give birth to the Messiah. And I have to say, it's a, it's a good thing that God chose a young person because she don't know no better. She didn't ask too many questions. She's just like, okay, whatever the Lord wills. Now, that's the reason why God didn't go to an older person because it would not go well. It just would not go well. But she just accepted it. And now, y'all can imagine, because I can imagine this. Her going to Joseph, I'm like, babe, we need to talk. Now, all the men in the room, you already know. If your spouse or a girlfriend comes in and be like, babe, we need to talk, you know something's up, right? You already know. So I can imagine them going to a room to where there's, you know, quiet, and she's like, I just want to tell you, I'm pregnant, but I didn't sleep with anybody. You know, it's God. God. Okay, man, come on with me, come on with me. If your fiancé comes to you and says, babe, I'm pregnant, and it's God. What would be going through your mind? Seriously. Life for real. Joseph, I mean, I have to say, God knew who he was choosing. Because Joseph, now you have to understand, back in those days, according to uh, Moses' law, if your wife or fiancé is caught, caught in adultery, she should be stoned to death. But Joseph did not want to do that. Because not only will he be killing Mary, he also be killing the baby inside of her. He didn't want to do that. So instead, he started pondering this within himself and decided to sleep on it. Thank God that he decided to sleep on it. He was not impulsive. Um, I'm learning how to not to be impulsive, but he's a man of God. He slept it. And God showed up in a dream and says, don't be afraid. I know that's the woman you chose. Yes, you heard me right. I mean, he's a man of God. I'm assuming that he prayed about who to marry. I believe perhaps God said, yep, she's the one. And only for her to come to him and say, I'm pregnant. 
I know he's probably wondering, okay, did I hear from God or was that me? Like, Lord, are you sure this is the one for me? Um, but for God to come to him in the dream and say, nope, you heard me right. She's your boo. Take her as your wife, right? And he did. So, I mean, Joseph here is now in the story of God. All he was expecting as a fiancé is to marry someone that's a virgin, you know, not coming with bonus gifts, you know. And here God is like, I'm giving you two for one. Yes, you know. Yes, your husband, but also calling you to be a stepdad to my son. Imagine that. Did not see that coming. But he accepted it. He accepted nevertheless. So for us, what does it look like to wait well in love? And looking at Joseph and Mary's story, there are three things I truly believe we need to surrender in order to wait well. First thing, you got to surrender how you think this thing's going to come to pass. So whatever it is that you're waiting for, surrender the how. Just let that, let that thing go. Um, because that's where disappointment happens. That's where heartbreak happens. And sometimes some of us even walk away from our faith because of this. Because we have in our mind how we think something's going to happen and God does not do it in that way. Um, and then we get upset at God. We just get upset. And, you know, it, it is hard because when God says something, you assume, oh, that meant this. But God never said that. He just gave you a promise, but he never told you how it's going to come to play. But here Joseph received that. Um, he heard God and, and just believed God. The second thing we need to surrender is our reputation. You got to surrender that because following God, man, let me tell you something. You're going to look stupid. I'm just going to be honest with you. People are going to look at you like, what? Are you sure that's God? And sometimes you kind of question yourself like, okay, is, Lord, is this you? Because this doesn't make sense. But you have to surrender your reputation. I, I mean, I can imagine Mary walking around with her stomach and you know how people judge. Not so much Joseph, you know, because he's a dude, so, you know. But the girl, though, was like, girl, come on, seriously, you can wait three more weeks or three more months, you know, like, really? Really? Like, dang. I can imagine the judgments. And I can imagine Joseph also trying to protect Mary. I can imagine him losing friends over this. You know, you know how some guys be making smart comments, and he'd be like, okay, you're done. Like, we're, we're not friends. Um, there was a price to be paid for saying yes to God. And that includes your reputation. And you have to surrender that. The third thing we need to surrender is to the process. We got to surrender to the process. Because this is the thing about God, is that when he makes a promise to you, he's going to put you in a process so that you be ready to receive that promise. Because that promise is going to come with responsibility. And he wants to prepare you for that. And for Joseph... He had to surrender to this process. And the, the interesting thing, though, is even though he married Mary, he didn't touch her till she gave birth to Jesus. Yeah, he, legally she's his, but he had to back off and let God do what he had to do in Mary before he even touched her. For me personally, this hits home because 
when I got called into ministry, I would, the way I was thinking is going to happen is I'll be doing it with my spouse. Um, but God never promised me that, though. He just called me into the ministry. I'm like, okay, me and my spouse, yay, we're going to do this together. Well, that didn't happen. So I had to pay the price of having a divorce just to say it because I said yes to God. It was painful, did not see it coming. Um, but yet I had to back off and say, well, God, you never said it was me and him. You just called me. I just assumed because everybody has just, that I've seen do it with their spouse. So I thought, yeah, same will happen with me. But it was different for me. Talk about reputation, chat, please. I'm not let that thing go. Okay, do y'all know that I have a bachelor's degree in engineering, electrical engineering? I also have an associate degree in nursing. Do you know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Now you can imagine my parents, right? They're like, uh, <laughs> girl, you sure? <laughs> that you can do this while you do the church thing? Can't you be a nurse while you do the church thing? Yeah, listen. I've let go of my reputation, okay? I've let that thing go. I mean, because I was looked like I was crazy, and perhaps still do now. But, you know, my siblings do it respectfully because I'm the oldest. So, you know, they got to watch their tongue. But, you know, I could tell by the questions, they're like, oh, sis, big sis, are you sure? Okay. So I have to let that go. And talk about process. Oh, okay. Let me tell you what I have found out in Christ Jesus. This is what I found out in him. You know how in the world when you go out to fill out an uh, application or trying to apply for a job, and they give you the job title, they give you the description of the job, and they list the qualifications for this job, right? And then you can look and be like, oh, okay, I have it. Oh, no, I can, you know, I got it. In Jesus, it's not the same way. He will give you the title, and if you are blessed, maybe one sentence of the description. And then when it comes to qualification, it's simply say yes. That's it. He does not give you details. You don't, mm -mm. Just say yes. That's your only qualification. And then when you do say yes, then you go through the process of qualification. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm in my process of qualification. Call me to the ministry. I ran from it. I told God I'm not the one. I got issues. I will embarrass your name. You know, I give him a whole list. But nevertheless, he kept pressing until I said yes. And I saw him continue to do the work in me to qualify me. I've heard people say that God um, does not call the qualified, but he qualified those that he calls. And absolutely, that is the truth in my life, for sure. Um, at this time, I want to um, invite the worship team to come up as I conclude this message. So how do we wait well in love? The amazing thing is, you know, we are in this Christmas season, but I realized that Joseph and Mary had to pay a huge price for Christmas to actually happen. But they did it because God says so. And it was for not only the people of Israel, but for the whole entire world. This sacrifice was paid for God's will to be done on earth. Not so much about them as individuals. So if God has said something or maybe you're waiting for something right now, 
there are three things I want you to do, and I hope and I suggest that you do. Let God handle the how. Let God build your reputation. And let God put you through the process. Because let's face it, we all are work in progress, right? So I want you to have that in mind, carry that. Maybe perhaps you are angry at God because something didn't happen the way you hope it would happen. Um, I would suggest that you humbly go to God and ask for forgiveness and say, I'm sorry, I assumed something that you never told me. And let go of that anger. And if you are waiting for something like I am, I pray that you put the how in the altar and tell God, I'm expecting this, I'm believing you for this, but I'm going to leave the how to you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hey, this is Pastor Christian Ann of North City Church. Thanks so much for listening to this message today. We hope you feel more empowered to love your neighbors in the way of Jesus. If you have thoughts or questions, we would love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on our website, northcitychurchmpls.com backslash sermons. Learn more about the North City community there as well. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. A special thanks goes out to Ben Noble for the music on this podcast. If you haven't heard Ben Noble's music yet, check it out at bennoblemusic.com. Let me send you into your day with this blessing. May God give you the eyes to see and the ears to hear all that God is doing in the world around you. And may he give you the courage to respond. Amen.